I love the blues. It's got like a oh, mm, it's tasty. Oh yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. This is Don't Be Sorry with Jordan Balchikio. You'll like it. Okay, for a pimp. When you're trying to get the money for the rent, you get them rent money. Shit. Give me the rent. You got the rent money. Cops, or like old cops. Get down. Texas cop. Hey, put your hands up. Put your hands right up there, fella. Hey, stop there. Stop yourself right there in your goddamn tracks there, sir. Come on. Hey, I'm trying to arrest you here. I feel like uh, I feel like every. I think the state motto of Texas is friendly. Some shit like that. I feel like, um, that's snap. That's jazz snapping. If you don't appreciate jazz snapping sometimes in the middle of thoughts, that's, I feel like that was the first ever, if you were, if you were down back in the days, uh, fucking what kind of days are those? The member of the days, remember when we weren't born yet? Most of us listen to this shit, except some of you. Fucking alcohol days when they were running the prohibition. Jazz snap for prohibition. Shit. That was when they fucking would. And then they would get arrested in a not so friendly way by a friendly Texan. Put your hands up. Hey, right there. Put your hand. Sir, excuse me, sir. Put your hands up right there. It's kind of a. And then he goes home to his wife on a horse. I feel like everyone in Texas just drive, rides a horse. Drives a horse. Today's episode is brought to you by Levi's, because I got Levi's, I'm wearing a Levi's sweater. <laughs> I got myself a Levi's sweater on today. Today's brought to you by Levi's. We got a little candy surprise in Levi's. I was sick yesterday, guys. Ladies, gents, people, everyone, everyone that is everyone. Everyone. I was at Elvis's house. Everyone, love me tender. That's little Elvis. Love me long. Take me to your heart. Little Elvie. Hey, Elvis. Went to his place when I was younger. I think I was 16. Weird to go to some music icon's home when you're... 16 years old, I guess, in, in Memphis, Tennessee. It's beaut- It's beautifully kept. It is incredibly well-maintained yard. A lot of Texas horse riders over there. Like, hey, get your hands off the gate, sir. Excuse me, sir. Could you get your hands off the gate of Elvis's gate? Could you get your hands off Elvis's gate, sir? You want to have a good time coming down to Elvis's house? I imagine there's a guy in Memphis, Tennessee that has keys to Elvis's place. And he's like, hey, you want to have a good time tonight? I got keys to the mansion. And they're like, what mansion? And they're obviously, what mansion? Well, you want to go see the king's house? And they're like, LeBron? And they're like, no, no, no. Elvis. Elvis. We're going to Elvis's house. Craziest thing in Elvis's case. So in Elvis's house, there's an animal room. Just animals all over the place. He would just sit in this room. Not, they're not Fabergé, because those are the eggs, eh? They're fucking eggs. But what are they called? Uh, Jesus. Thermite? Not thermite. Christ. Let's keep figuring it out. Let's keep digging. Let's keep digging. 
thermite um, pesticide. The, uh, no. Oh, whoa. Not the pesticide. What is it? It's uh, dermataxi, taxidermy. Boom. Fuck, I knew we'd find it. You just gotta... Okay, this is why you couldn't teach me when I was in elementary. Because I need to just throw it. You just saw it there live. That was it. I mean, once you hear it, it's not gonna be live because it'll have been recorded. It'll have had been recorded. See how well I rewarded that? That was like a musical right there. Because it, it, it let me figure them out. What is it? And I'm going, it's friggin' uh, six. After a while, uh, you know? Okay, so he had taxidermy, turtles and shit in his house and monkeys, <laughs> and he would just sit in this room. He's like, ah, hey, I'm Elvis. I'm just uh, going to sit in here. Uh, imagine it, I talk like this. <laughs> uh, imagine I, I talk like this. I love me tender. Uh, I'm going to act in a bunch of movies. Didn't sound like that at all. Elvis did not sound like that at all. Never, not that you would, but don't ever use, don't, don't ever be like, hey, this is what I'll, not that you would. Not that you would. So let me just reference this cup. If you're listening to audio, got a blue cup in my hand. For those watching, I got a blue cup in my hand, if you can visually see the blue cup. I was drinking some Portuguese tea. We're just going to freaking fly off onto this one. We're going to fly off onto this section. So I guess in Portugal, they make a fine tea to cure off, cure, cure off stones of the kidney. And I, uh, I, I think what my little, what my little illness, my little pain thing was last night was uh, a little bit of the, uh, the old kidney stone, giving the old shake them up in a bag. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what's gonna happen with this tea because apparently the tea gets in to where the stone is, and it just, uh, it breaks it up. It's like, it's like um, if you've ever played a Street Fighter game, that's what that is. Like I said, today's episode is brought to you by Levi's. They uh, brought me this for Christmas through my mom. They didn't really know that they were giving it to my mom for, I mean, they, she paid for it, but I mean, it's a sponsorship. It's not legally, because I think I can't legally say that, but I mean, it's definitely a sponsorship that it's not legally a sponsorship. Illegally, legally it's sponsored by Le Illegal. It's Levi's. Hey, welcome to Levi's. I would work at Levi's. What? Such an interesting store when you go in Levi's. There's a guy sewing patches onto people's jackets. First of all, Asians have the best style. Okay, touchdown. Touchdown, go home. Go home. Friggin' go. You're all home. Everyone's home. Come on. Asians have the best style. They're winning shoes. That doesn't make sense to any of you if you don't know what I'm about to say next. Here we go. So there's this uh, little place in Toronto and they like auction off shoes. And I was really into shoes for a bit when I thought that you could waste money on dumb shit you didn't need. And I'm not saying you don't need shoes. Like if you want to be fly and have nice shoes, that's sick. I, I like that. I know shit about shoes and I think that's cool. But when you got no money and you got no cash, you sing a song, something like that. When you got no money and you got no cash, you go to Elvis's house and you sit with cats. <laughs> and you go to Elvis's house and you sit with cats. <laughs> My nana was a singer in Italy. It's in the blood. It's in the it's inside of me. It's inside of me, okay? She would sing on the stage. She was very well known and she was shy and then she quit. 
very dramatic family. Just like, whoa, I'm, I can't handle, I can't handle the pressure. I can't handle it. Not that, I don't think that's what my, God, she's a tough lady, but come on, get up there. Come on. Sing in Italian for the family. Come on, Nana, you could have had a career. You could have been a contender, Nana. Hey, come on, Nana. You could have been a somebody. Beautiful woman back in the day. Gorgeous, my Nana. This is something about a... This is something about a nice statuesque beauty. You know, <laughs> this is something about a nice statuesque beauty. That's making them a little different. They just <laughs> this fucking oil fucking photos that they used to take. Everyone was just like... Like, like awkward like this, like, hey, oh, hey, you're taking a picture with me and my wife? Okay, I'm going to be right over her shoulder looking at you awkwardly, okay? One, two, three, and I'm uncomfortable. Like, that's what it was. All pictures back in the day. It's like, hey, okay, this is the family that I love. Okay, one, two, three, oh, I forgot I got to go take a shit. And then that was... <laughs> okay, it's Christmas time. I just ate a huge meal. Okay, let's take a photo. I was like, probably at Elvis's house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing about Elvis... The other thing about a Mr. Presley house. I walk into this room, and I go to open... I open... They let me open a door in Elvis's house, okay? That was freaking sweet. Open the door. Massive. It's like 20-foot ceilings. And it's just his suits. Like, him and Michael Jackson with the flashy... Boom, boom. Suits, you know, they were wearing darn suits. They would go out with sparkly suits on and dance. If you, re if you really think about it, it's only ridiculous when you're not famous. Okay, so like if, if Elton John sucked at the piano, he's just a guy who likes to dress up and play the piano. If you're not really fucking amazing... We don't have that. I mean, God, Lady Gaga is probably as close, but like everybody was wearing sparkly shit back in the day. Friggin' Prince, friggin' Elvis, friggin' Michael Jackson wore sparkles and shit. You got You can't really be serious. What are you serious? What are you serious? You can't really be serious, I think, unless you're wearing sparkles. It's undeniable that we could be apart. Brian McKnight. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I think what would be an odd comedic goal for me, I would love to host like a music awards show. I mean, awards would be great, but if I could host a music awards show, holy shit. I would introduce, oh God, who would be in there? Let's see. I, I would say shit like, uh, this next winner, I don't even like him. Blake Shelton, everybody. And then... It would just be Blake Shelton. I didn't think this next artist was that talented until I met them. Maroon 5, everybody. I mean, come on. Maroon 5's really, Maroon 5's really pushing it. Really pushing Hey, guys. What are you doing? What's going on over there? Give us, give us a reason. You know, if you listen to the first Maroon 5 album, it's not the same band. I remember I watched Maroon 5 perform live on television. It was the worst live performance still to this day. 
as a performer of live arts, that is my worst fear. Because they're, they're famous, obviously. Because uh, Adam Levine feels compelled to take his, his shirt off, his top off. Avril Levine, Adam, Avril Levine, Adam Levine feels compelled to take his top off. Guy's taking his top off at the Super Bowl. It was the worst live performance ever. As a live performance artist, you're like, son of a goddamn bitch. You don't want that in your record. You know? You're like, oh, God. See, if you're comedians, it's a lot funnier, though, because you can make a story out of it, whereas it's like, oh, yeah, remember that time you guys absolutely sucked shit in Detroit? Whereas Dave Chappelle, one of his specials, Age of Spin, opens with that joke about how he, uh, not opens, but it's in there. How he bombed in Detroit, and he makes a fucking joke about it. Maroon 5 can't go up on stage and, and say, yeah, so last night we really sucked, and uh, hope we do better tonight. And they're like, one, two. No, it's not how it works. It's not how it's going to work for you guys. Oh, I also sat in Elvis's fucking Cadillac at his place. So I went to Memphis, Tennessee when I was a, when I was a young lad, and... I drove there for the national cheerleading competition. I believe it was in 2000 and, ooh, gosh. How old am I now? Nine years ago? Are you frigging kidding me? Get the heck out of here. 2000 and what? No. It can't be. Am I that much older than I'm? Son of a goddamn bitch. Okay, so... We go to the national cheerleading competition. My, my f- good friend, we were working at Walmart. My good friend and I were driving down with his aunt and his, and his, and his young family. And, and, and this, not his family, but his aunt's family. Because his uncle c- couldn't go. And, and we had this van. And it was hot. And I got to sit in Elvis's Cadillac at one point. That's the kind of trip you get when you go down to the States. Nothing makes sense. One minute, you're getting basket tossed into the pool. The next minute, you're sitting in Elvis's Cadillac after you just had some delicious ribs at what you didn't think was going to be a good rib spot. You're like, how, is the rib, how are the ribs here so good? You know, this is a truck right outside Elvis's house. This is incredible. Is that, you think Elvis would have eaten this? 100%. This guy's sitting with animals. He has no respect for fucking health. <laughs> Taxidermy. How can you? What do you do? When you're not gonna eat breakfast. Are you eating breakfast with with, with taxidermy kitten kitties and, and, and monkeys, Elvis? Son of a son of a. There's this lady in my building named Susan. Let's talk about Susan for a second. It's, uh, I I think it's I would I would say that it's a bit out of control. Basically, when someone's old and they're unattended, it's either funny or dangerous. And it's not dangerous yet, so it's funny. But she has a reminder in the elevator that she lives on the ninth floor. And you know what is crazy? I thought she lived on the eighth floor right up until I saw that reminder. Because I'll be honest with you, she always gets off at my floor every time. And I'm not like I'm looking back. It's not like I'm fucking checking out old ladies you know i'm like oh susan and then i'm giving her i'm not giving her a once over i'm like okay as soon as she's done talking i'm pretty much done with this (laughs) because every single day she would come 
just to me and say like, Hey, do you know what time it is? Or, Hey, do you know where my wallet is? Or, Hey, and I, I was like, okay, something obviously not right, but she lives on her own. But now that it's quarantine and there's no one around, it's tough times for Susie, baby. Tough times for Susie. I mean, imagine right now, because I would think I'd like to think that if Alzheimer's is just a weird program, it maps out her day and shit. So she sees handsome man like me. She's told me that her words, not mine. She sees handsome guy and she goes, oh, I see handsome guy at three o'clock. And then I go to the eighth floor and then I make my way up to the ninth and I find myself home because she's a drinker. Susie's a drinker. Let's be honest. There's always that combination too. Alcohol with that. I mean, what what's with that? I would like to know more. So if you know more, send send me information at www.jordandoesnknowthatmuchshit.com. Please also send help and money. Imagine people just started sending me help. Like, no, 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 no. I meant money. I meant help was more of a thank you for the help. If you're, oh, if you're old in quarantine right now and because Susie's Alzheimer's probably maps out her day and she goes to the LC, B.O. stands in line now, probably doesn't keep very well social distance, but that's okay. And she's old, so it's a bit rough, but now it's out of control. There's reminders in the elevator. I was, I was going up to my, I was coming up to my place yesterday and I heard her knocking on someone's door. And they're like, you don't live here, Susan. And I'm like, shit, Susie, come back, <laughs> you know? Don't see her getting visits. Jesus. I live in an old building. I live in a, this building is, is uh, not that the building itself is old. I believe the building uh, is 40 uh, years of age. If this building was, uh, was a person, it's probably just starting to figure itself out. In life, it's like, hey, we got big doors downstairs and uh, other good shit. We have other, we have other good shit, baby. A lot of old people. That's why it's quiet. It's nice and quiet in my building. Susie's just running around, a little drunk. I catch her drunk sometimes too. She'll just be literally standing in the corner of the elevator and just. That's it. And I'll say, Susan, do you do you need help getting home? And she doesn't want help. She's just standing there. I mean, what what are we going to do here? Susie, I mean, you got to get it together. Somebody's got to help you. A lot of, I, on my street is a ton of that. There's a, there's, I'm pretty sure like almost a hospice down this street. It's a very weird street I live on. It's got the University of Toronto down the street. And then a bunch of frat houses are half of my street. And then the other half, kind of starting where I live, it just gets so much older. Like the ambulance, I'm not even kidding. The ambulance is at that place picking up bodies regularly with, I don't mean to be morbid. I don't mean to be morbid. I don't mean to be morbid. Friendly Texas. Friendly Texas stranger, man. I'm a friendly Texas stranger, bro. Seriously, it's fucked. Every time I drive by my bike with that shit, I'm always like, holy Christmas. Holy Christmas, Jimmy. And they got another one. 
there's always like very sad looking people coming out when they're like rolling out. Quarantine's got to be tough on those motherfuckers. That's why you got to live a dope ass life. Like if you're just going to end up, I, there's the Hazleton. When I walk to the gym, there's this place called the Hazleton. And especially when I'm listening to comedy on the way to the gym, it's amplified even more, but it's just funny to me. And maybe I'm a big piece of shit and I'll end up in hell if that exists. But I laugh because there's these old people and they're just like looking out the window like, oh my God, this is it. I can't handle it anymore. And they literally have that look on their face. The look on their face is that they can't handle it anymore. And by God, they shouldn't have to. But I laugh because it's funny. So that you mean you should do what the fuck you want to do. God, party, do shrooms. I was raised from a, I was tight knit riz, rism. I was a tight knit raised. There's no partying. Imagine when you're young, fucking do it. Dive in. Live your best fucking life. If you don't want to be an architect or you don't want to be an accountant, don't be a goddamn accountant. Get 200 views on a YouTube video and eat fucking shitty food sometimes. Live your damn life the best way you can, you know? Because if you end up at the Hazleton, if you end up at the Hazleton... I bet they're not going to have a nice little jingle like that waiting for you. Your nice little comfortable bed at the Hazel. Like, what's for breakfast? And I'm like, oh, fucking pancakes. Oh, flapjacks again for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, Catherine. There's got to be a guy like that at the Hazel. Fucking Susie. I don't know why Susie's not at the Hazelton. I mean, she probably wouldn't fit in there, if I'm going to be honest, because she's kind of aggressive. Old women are can be aggressive. Old women. I mean, I'm pretty sure old men can be aggressive as well, but I've had my fair share of run-ins with the old ladies. Had my fair share of run-ins with the old ladies, okay? A lot of lipstick, a lot of action, a lot of stuff has happened, as I've commented on before. But, I mean, I'd really love to see Susie at the Hazleton. And uh, it's a shame. I mean, I feel like she's going to end up there. Maybe, maybe an early draft next season. <laughs> At the Hazelton, for God's sakes, not the fucking flapjacks again, for Christ's sakes. I can't fucking handle it. They're from the Yukon. I can't fucking handle it. They're all they're all from the Yukon for some reason. Imagine it was just a, imagine it was just a really Canadian, like uh, we're getting old, eh? No, that's native. Is that a very native Canadian? We're getting old, eh? That's what happens when you don't, that's what happens when you don't practice your shit. You just, for some reason, accents just all melt. You're getting oldie. That's like a weird, uh, that's like an old Canadian guy who uh, lost his license, probably got a DUI. When I was getting my driver's license, I was getting my driver's license with a guy that had a DUI. And believe it or not, he had advice. It was don't drink and drive, if you could believe it. He said he didn't kill somebody, but he almost did. God, never. No, why? Why would you? Can't say I haven't, though. I have. Back in the old days, in the drinking days, I don't drink in the maura. I don't drink in the maura. Back in the older days, though. Did crazy shit back in the old days. Because if you end up at the Hazleton, you might as well have had done crazy things. 
did crazy amounts of shrooms. Shrooms will transport you to the universe, my friends. A little bit of universe transformation. Because then when you're stuck inside, you realize, hey, it's about the better things. It really is about the better things. This quarantine's probably been the best thing for the world since we industrialized that motherfucker. Since we were like, you know what? Factories everywhere. Let's do it. I want cars all the time. The amount of vehicles. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. The sheer volume of vehicles in this world. I've, I've talked about it on the uh, very earliest episodes, but it's, it's, it's fucking incredible. If you ever think about it, you're, you ever go to a lot and you're like, oh, they have these trucks out here forever. No, how many people buy, tr you know, not everyone has, they make one for if everyone wanted one. What are you, hey guys, relax with the production. Settle it down, all right? Be nice and easy with the fucking production. Cars piss me right the fuck off, I tell ya. There's too many of them. We don't need them as much as we think we do. And it just fucking clogs the shit up. Everyone's... Get on a bike. Yeah, it's annoying. Get less groceries. Go more often. I guess you're just gonna get coronavirus. It's the way it's gonna work for you. I don't know. I was driving my bike and I almost hit glass. And I said, holy shit. That's what the frat neighborhood's all about. That, that, these kids just party and they're fucking throwing glass. Because they don't give a fuck, these kids, man. And I can't blame them because, damn it, I was like that. I didn't throw glass, though. This is a lot of glass. I got to be honest. There's at least at least two bottles a month are thrown on the street. Just disrespecting the world. Which, I mean, then kids have the dumbass response. Like, who the fucking concrete disrespect? You know what? Mother you know what, motherfucker? We're going to be coming at you, dude. That's the other thing with Levi's. Go in there, and that fucking guy, he's, uh, he's, he's strapping patches on the jean jackets, and he's fixing up old jeans. It's like, all right, man. We get it. You're cool. You probably drive a motor. You probably, what are you, you, you biking? You driving a bike? You bike guy? You bike guy? Driving a bike? I was fucking, I was so sick yesterday. And the Levi's, they have a fucking uh, Star Wars guy. They're like, eh, this. For some reason, when I get sick, I feel like a, a Sith Lord. Like, eh. And I had that fucking tea. Eh, I am the, I am the leader of the, of the illness. Realize what the biggest thing for me with illness and sickness is just stare into the belly of the puke. If you're going to throw up, just let it happen. I, I just... I sit in the pocket. When I was a kid, I was terrifying of throwing. I was terrified of throwing up because it hurt. It's very like it's constricting of the of the of the of the rib cage. But oh, I'm good at it now. I'm I'm good at being sick. I'll be honest. I'm fine. I don't want any illness on anybody. I don't want I don't want to get sick. I don't want anybody to get sick. But man, am I ever good at being sick. I'll get my ass up. I'll get fluids pumped into me. I'll be, you know what? I'm laying in my bed being like, fuck, I got to get up. I, I, haven't, I haven't done a little rotation called little rotations. Just go around your house, do little rotations. 
got to have rotations when you're sick. When I was a very young kid, got sick, got in the hospital, rotations. Go out. It's like when old people, they get in the pool and they're like, the YMCA, you want to take it to the YMCA. And you want to do that when you're sick. You want to take it to the YMCA. Do some rotations. Because I'm pretty sure that helped me yesterday. So what happens to me, I think sometimes the kidney stone is doing a shake, rattle, and roll in the bag there. And it just fucks you. And I was not feeling it too good. But today I'm back, Jack. Ready to fight again. Today I'm ready to, today I'm ready to appreciate a new, a new, a new day. I'm ready to take in a new day. I was thinking about that a lot in quarantine because I've been working a lot on this friggin' content in this podcast. And you know what? I love it. It's so much fun. But then you realize, fuck, we're all just, we're all just little anxious little animals, you know? You got to fill up the time with fucking whatever. But I love that. That's, that's the best part about us, I think, that we can just be these anxious little fuckers and everyone's freaking out all the time. It's just normal as fuck. Think of how normal it immediately got to stand in line six feet away from somebody. And I don't even think it's six feet. Is it really your feet? Come on. Is it my foot a foot? Or is it, what is it, half a foot? What is it, 12 inches? What, we, what is half a, is it, so is my foot is a foot? Because I mean, come on. If my foot's a foot, people are not, I've had a couple people standing a lot closer to me than six feet. Had to get weed the other day. Fuck. One guy behind me. What are you showing me? What are you? What are you showing me a picture of your kids, buddy? Back up. What are you showing me a picture of your kids, buddy? Back up. Back up. Fuck yeah, baby. That's how we do it. Don't be sorry. Another one. Another one. Another one for your ass. Another one for your goddamn ass. What the positive message for the day breathe it in just friggin breathe it in and out and then you'll know what it's all about see you next time